Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Within the weird and wonderful world of Doctor Who, pretty much anything is possible. Severed heads can talk, Christmas trees can attack people, planets can vanish, and perhaps most bizarrely of all, a man can look good while wearing a stick of celery. In addition, the miracle of resurrection is also possible too, something that the show has proven time and time again across its classic and modern eras. As a result, characters come back from the dead all the darn time in the show, but here are 10 specific cases, characters who truly unequivocally died and then properly returned back to life. My name is Rich, welcome to Who Culture, and these are 10 Doctor Who characters who came back from the dead. Number 10. The Ninth Doctor, Father's Day. Most of the Doctor's existence is spent rescuing his companions and dealing with their screw-ups, and Rose Tyler, though it was understandable why she did, made one hell of a screw-up in the Series 1 episode, Father's Day. Wanting her father, Pete Tyler, to live again, Rose saved his life after journeying into the past with the Doctor, creating a massive disturbance in an established timeline. This meddling resulted in a group of Reapers, winged creatures that are drawn to temporal paradoxes, showing up and killing a bunch of people at random. And one of the people they killed was the Doctor, who gave his life to shield a group of survivors. A Reaper straight up gobbled him whole, and he only came back to life when Pete bravely sacrificed himself, an act which re-established his death, fixed the timeline, sent the Reapers packing, and brought back everyone they had killed. So if Pete hadn't had made such a courageous decision, the Doctor may have stayed dead, which would have been pretty much bad news for the entire damn universe. Number 9. Jenny, the Doctor's Daughter Due to the fact that she was created from the DNA of the 10th Doctor, Jenny wasn't just an average human. She had two hearts, as well as the ability to flip through laser beams like a ninja. Still though, none of these extra buffs managed to save her from death at the end of her sole TV appearance in 2008, The Doctor's Daughter. After stepping in front of the Doctor and taking a bullet that was meant for him, Jenny fell to the ground and died shortly after. The Doctor then angrily threatened to shoot her killer before flying away from the planet, believing her to be gone for good. But wait, it's not over. In one final scene, a golden cloud of light emerged from Jenny's mouth and she sprang back to life, with her Time Lord DNA appearing to give her corpse a much-needed regenerative kick. Excited to see more of the universe, Jenny then stole the shuttle and jetted off into space, in much the same way that the Doctor stole a TARDIS and ran away all those years ago. Like father, like daughter. Number 8. Captain Cook, The Greatest Show in the Galaxy the seventh Doctor serial, The Greatest Show in the Galaxy, is rather kooky, to put it mildly. It involves clowns, werewolves, gods, and a psychic circus, an act that the Doctor is ultimately forced to perform in. Just look at this. 
At the end of the third episode, the Doctor makes his way into the ring with Mags and Captain Cook, a pair of fellow adventurers in tow. While Mags has quite a compassionate and kind soul, Cook is determined to survive at all costs, a selfish and ruthless trait that he finally displays when he triggers Mags' werewolf transformation and leaves her to attack the Doctor. Unfortunately for Cook, though, this decision backfires badly. After chasing the Doctor for a few minutes, Mags turns her rather pointy fangs on Cook, killing him. This left him stone-cold dead for the next chunk of the story, until he was brought back to life by the powerful gods of Ragnarok, in a more blank and emotionless state, mind you, but still very much alive. And then, he died all over again by falling into a pit. Smooth. Number 7. Clara Oswald, Hellbent. Oh, goody, we're going to talk about this one. Clara Oswald might be the only person in existence whose death was rudely interrupted. After dying in Series 9's Face the Raven, Hellbent saw the Doctor enter her timeline at the exact moment of her demise, allowing him to whisk her away to safety mere milliseconds before she was struck by the deadly Raven. Imagine you knew your death was imminent, you were staring it directly in the face, but then, out of nowhere, Peter Capaldi shows up and pulls you through a magic door. That's pretty much what happened from Clara's point of view. Anyway, the Doctor's intervention allowed his companion to live again, but with a catch. Because her death in Face the Raven is a fixed point in time, Clara has to re-enter her timeline at some point in the future, allowing history to play out properly. The last time we saw Clara, she was flying off in her own TARDIS that was shaped like a diner, determined to make the most out of her temporary second shot at life by exploring the universe with me. Oh god, this was so stupidly done. She could have just stayed dead, Stephen. Number 6. Strax, The Battle of Demons Run, Two Days Later Okay, now this is a strange one. The hilariously blunt Strax was first introduced in Series 6's A Good Man Goes to War, where he died during a scrap with the Headless Monks. And he's quite alright with it too, considering that it's an honour for a Sontaran to perish in battle. But then, in the mini-episode The Battle of Demons Run, Two Days Later, Strax's death was reversed. Here, his friend Jenny revives him, adding that the blow that killed him wasn't even fatal, and that he actually just fainted instead. However, this simply isn't true. For starters, Jenny wasn't even with Strax when he was struck down in A Good Man Goes to War. It's actually Rory who watches over him as he draws his last breath. Consequently, Jenny would have no idea if the shot that hit Strax was fatal or not. And furthermore, Rory is a trained medical professional, so he can probably tell if someone's dead or alive, even if they're a baked potato man. Plus, in The Snowmen, the Doctor says that Strax gave his life during the battle with the monks and that he was then brought back. So Strax definitely died and he was definitely resurrected, but then Jenny lied and told him he only fainted. What a bully. Number 5. The Master, The End of Time The Master has been a recurring character in Doctor Who since the early 1970s, when Roger Delgado first assumed the role opposite John Pertwee's third Doctor. And across his lengthy tenure, he's died a lot, or at least he's appeared to have died a lot, suffering seemingly fatal injuries only to show up alive and well in a future episode. In the fifth Doctor story, Planet of Fire, for instance, he was burned alive by a swirl of flames. In the Paul McGann TV movie, he was sucked into the Eye of Harmony and vaporised. Hell, in 2017's The Doctor Falls, he killed himself with John Sims' master shoot shooting Michelle Gomez's Missy in the back with his laser screwdriver. However, one of the most clear-cut and notable examples of the Master fully dying and then returning from the dead occurred during the Tenth Doctor's era. At the end of the Series 3 finale, the John Sim iteration of the character was shot by his wife, Lucy Saxon, before dying in the Doctor's arms after refusing to regenerate out of spite. He then returned in David Tennant's final story, The End of Time, after being brought back to life by a group of fanatics and a botched ritual. And as an added side effect, he had also gained bleached blonde hair because reasons. Number 4. Amy Pond, The Big Bang Series 5's The Pandorica Open was a really, really bad day for the good guys. Not only was the Doctor sealed inside the titular Pandorica, a supposedly inescapable prison, but the TARDIS exploded with Riversong caught inside, Amy Pond was fatally shot by an Auton version of her husband Rory, and the universe 
actually ended. On the plus side though, everything was rectified in the follow-up episode, The Big Bang. Here, the Doctor used the Pandorica to restart the universe and set everything back to normal, but earlier in the story, Amy was brought back to life after being locked inside the Pandorica herself, which is such a good prison, it won't even allow its captive to die, and apparently it can bring them back from the dead if they're already dead. As a result, Pond lived on, along with the countless other individuals whose lives were ended when the universe was blown to pieces. Number 3. Rory Williams, The Big Bang It was a running joke through the Matt Smith era that Rory was prone to dying. He was basically Doctor Who's Kenny. He was killed by an old lady during a dream sequence in Amy's Choice. He was fake shot by Canton in Day of the Moon. He drowned and was then resuscitated by Amy in The Curse of the Black Spot. He aged 2,000 years and turned into a skeleton in The Doctor's Wife. He then died of old age in The Angels Take Manhattan. Things got so bad that the silence even joked about his many deaths in The Wedding of River Song, with the villains calling him the man who dies and dies again. However, out of all of his brushes with the afterlife, Life, there's one that sticks out from the rest. In the Series 5 episode Cold Blood, Rory takes a bullet that's meant for the Doctor, dies, and is then swallowed by a crack in time and wiped from history. But as if by magic, he returned in the Pandorica Opens, which was just a few episodes later. As previously mentioned though, this wasn't the real Rory. He was an Auton duplicate created in a villainous scheme, and we had to wait until the universe was rebooted in the Big Bang to see the proper normal human Rory be restored to life. Number 2. Grace Holloway, Doctor Who the Movie The Doctor usually travels with his companions for at least a single series, meaning they'll have a good dozen episodes, which can equate to days, weeks, or even years of in-universe time under their belt before suffering whatever horrible fate the writers have got in store for them, whether it's dying, getting misplaced in time, getting left behind, getting stuck in an alternate reality, or having their memories wiped. But Grace Holloway, she reached her horrible fate in a record time. Assisting Paul McGann's eighth Doctor throughout the 1996 TV movie, Grace was mixed up in the world of Time Lord and TARDISes for less than a day before she was killed by the Master, who chucked her over a balcony during the final showdown. Then, once the Master had been defeated, Grace, along with Chang Li, whose neck had been previously snapped, was brought back to life when a cloud of golden energy rose out of the Eye of Harmony and merged with her corpse, reviving it. The dead stay dead, you can't turn back time, is something that Grace says earlier in the story. Fortunately for her, she was very, very wrong indeed. Number 1. Captain Jack Harkness, The Parting of the Ways Although Captain Jack Harkness is an immortal being, this wasn't always the case, and funnily enough, he only gained this power after paying for it with his life. This happened during the Series 1 finale, The Parting of the Ways, where Jack died. Like, he he really died. He was cornered by a trio of Daleks and then exterminated, zapped at point-blank range with a deadly laser. Very few people faced the Daleks and lived to tell the tale, so there's no way that Jack could return after suffering a fate like that, right? Well, normally no, but in this case, Rose Tyler had recently looked into the heart of the TARDIS, turning her into the near-omnipotent being, the Bad Wolf. This allowed her to bring Jack back to life at the end of the episode, and as an added bonus, she also inadvertently made him immortal. Throughout his many subsequent appearances in the Hooniverse, Jack has sustained a number of injuries that could easily kill a normal man. He's been blown to pieces, he's been shot by a Dalek, thrown off a building, landed backwards on a bench, ouch, rogue javelin, bigger ouch, but his immortality has kept him alive. Hell, in the first first episode of Torchwood, he was shot in the forehead at close range and then got up like it was nothing. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. 
Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.